open in prayer to get started this morning. Lord, we come before you. We thank you so much for all of the ministries going on at this wonderful church of our Savior. This morning, we focus in on Beth and what she and her entire team of volunteers is doing for our children and families and in her personally. We thank you for Beth and the ministry she brings, the gifts and talents in her calling and vocation, and we ask that we get to know her and her needs for her ministry better in this time together. We lift it up. We ask that it glorify you, and thank you that we get to gather and be together this morning. Amen. So, Beth, we'll just start with, as we've been getting to know each other for the past year and a half, a little more. Um, I have learned some great things about you, and I think a lot of these people know because they've known you longer, but we're going to have to play past the microphone just to make sure. But how long have you actually been here? And if you have to give a snapshot of your day in and day out, what does it look like? Thank you. So it's fun to be here. And... um, I have been worshiping at Church of Our Savior for 11 years, and I've been in my role as director of children's ministry for almost five and a half years now. I am on staff, and I'm paid on staff. Um, Currently, I am 26 hours a week, Um, but in different times of the year, it's much more than that, Um, but I love it. I love your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. And um, it is an honor and a pleasure and extremely humbling to be able to serve them and you. Um, And you wanted a snapshot of my day. Um, That's hard, because every day is different. Um, During the week, I do a lot of planning and praying and researching and more planning and a lot more praying. Um, <laughs> and um, to, to try and do the best that I can to provide for the needs of our kids. Um, and that changes. That changes from year to year and sometimes from month to month. Our families um, today um, have different needs than they did when I was a child and when I think most of us were were growing up. Children learn differently today than they did when I was a child. And that's been kind of something I've been working on the past few years is to try and um, grasp the best ways to teach our children. And and it's not having them sit at a table and you talk at them. Um, They've heard that all week in school. And... um, that, that is not effective. I've actually found that some of the best moments in Sunday school have been when the children were coloring and having a discussion at the same time. These kids are multitaskers from the age of three. Um, coloring and having a discussion about Jesus, that has been some of the most beneficial time <laughs> in, our, in our Sunday morning um, programs. So a day during the week when, um, I mean, it's just different, different every day. And that's good. It keeps it interesting. So if I heard right, a member of the parish for 11 years, 
and then youth, or, sorry, children's director for five years. Yes. In that time frame, how did you hear your call into ministry with children? Okay. Well, um, a wonderful lady who you all know named Pam Gillis um, served in this role for, I think, eight years. Um, and she, she did a, she built an excellent foundation. And when she decided to retire, um, Father John Pallerine asked me if I would consider a job. And I told him no. Um, and then he asked me again, and I told him no. I didn't even get a lunch out of it. I mean, <laughs> um, and so then he asked if I would head a search committee to find the new children's ministry director. And I said, yes, I would do that. So I worked on that, and um, I had, you know, stacked it with people that I love and, and that people I knew would help make a good decision about this hire. And then um, circumstances changed in my life, and I had to start praying and focusing on what my future looked like. And the little tug in the back of my head kept, and in my heart kept saying, you need to be at the church. You need to be at the church. And as, as many of us do, we kind of just push that out and say, that's, you know, that's not, no, I'm not going to do that. But it, it didn't go away. And so um, after prayer and really prayer for God to take that out of my heart, because <laughs> I didn't think that's what I wanted to do. Um, and he didn't. He, he made it stronger. So I came to Father John and I said, I know I've assembled the search committee of, of all these people that are my friends. Um, and that who I know will make a great decision, but I really think I'm being called to do this job. So how do we go from here? <laughs> and he said, um, and he said, well, he was he was excited, and, and he said, I'll handle it. So we handled it, and the rest is history. And then he, I started my job on April 1st of 2013, and then he announced his retirement, I think, two months later. So um, that was very sad uh, and very of as a new employee and a new person in children's ministry what do i do now <laughs> um but um but that time proved to be an, an extreme a time of growth for me looking back and um, i'm thrilled that he had faith in me to persist and then the, that um i was able to step back and, and listen to what the lord was telling me which is you need to be at the church um, so that's how that came. Great. And I can attest to, you hear 26 hours, and there's very few weeks that she actually works 26 hours. And you may think that, oh, she's not getting her full hours. It's quite the opposite. There are a number of weeks that and it, it, you don't see it a lot because a lot of it's at home or out and about doing other things but she typically works more than the hours she's allotted. And that's, that's ministry lifestyle. We kind of prepare for that, um, working in ministry. But because of that kind of demand, and with two great young daughters, she's got a lot of pull on her time. So something Joe is always challenging the staff to do is to stay fresh. Your relationship with Christ is first and foremost, and from that you have the energy to do all of these other things. So the question with that is, how do you keep yourself fresh? What are your disciplines, or what do you like to do, or is there anything that is currently inspiring you for your ministry? 
Um, Curcio is a huge um, spiritual rejuvenation for me. Um, I try to work one team a year, but um, and try to stay involved as much as I can with that ministry. Um, I serve on the Diocesan Curcio Council, which is a is a honor and pleasure to do as well. Um, as far as like a daily respite, I mean, I turn to the Word, <laughs> turn to the to the Bible and to Scripture um, <clears throat> to sustain me. I just came back from a wonderful week at Canuga in North Carolina, and it was a renewal conference. That was the name of the conference, Renewal. And um, for me, it's very much a renewal to be able to get away in a different location. Um, my children had activities that they could go to during the day, and then we had family time in the afternoon. And um, I think just to be away in a different setting and to be just surrounded by the word and teaching and um, and solid teaching that helps me immensely. So a few weeks ago, and you've probably you've heard a lot about this, but we had a very second successful year of Creative for a Purpose, which is our uh, creative arts camp for young women. And a lot of you that, as I look around, were volunteers for that and made that week successful. But there, as you hear, there's a lot of behind the scenes if you weren't part of that week. So I was hoping you could give us some of the big wins, some of the great stories that came out of that week of Creative for a Purpose. We had, um, we had 52 young ladies here, third through eighth graders. And we had, I think, 51 team, member, team members, um, ladies and one gentleman. Trent, Trent's our honorary Yay. musician. <laughs> he did not have to wear a pink shirt this year. He wore a green shirt. So, um, ladies ranging from freshmen in high school up to... Um, not freshman in high school, a, a broad age range, which is lovely and beautiful. And I've seen the comments from, we do a parent survey and we do a team survey. And one of the, the pleasures of my job is to be able to read those. And in reading the parent surveys, several different parents commented on the, what a wonderful thing it is in our church to have ladies that are willing to give their time um, to teach the younger generation. And as I think Father Joe has said many times, Created for a Purpose is a ministry to these girls, but it's a ministry to, to the ladies of this church. And it's an intergenerational ministry that works. That is, that's a term, it's kind of a buzz word that's thrown around a lot, intergenerational, and what does that mean? Creative for a Purpose is an intergenerational ministry that works. And to me, that's the win, is that um, for a week, we get to hang out and we get to spend time with each other doing things that most of us don't do anymore. Sewing, cooking, um, painting, sculpture, and paper craft. And, and with those things, we're not saying that this is what we think girls are created for. We're saying that these are ways that girls can strengthen their self-esteem and learn why they're here 
And it's for God's reason and for God's purposes. So we believe that girls can do anything. Girls don't have to, to sew and cook. Girls can do anything. These are just the ways that we pick for this particular week to help express that to the girls. Any specific stories of things that happened in uh, one of the young ladies or one of our volunteers' lives that you can think of that was a, a win win story? So I will share this. It kind of carries over from last year. We had a young lady who was here last year that was going into the church for our um, talk and devotion time. She shared with her counselor that she had never been inside a church before and wasn't quite sure how to handle that and um, the wise counselor <laughs> said well, you don't have to handle it anyway you just come as you are and go in and that young lady was back again this year um, and she um, <clears throat> just kind of provided a light for the other girls around her because she had experienced that and she had experienced love and acceptance um, from the ladies here and, and hopefully she realized how much she was loved and accepted by God. And that is, um, for me, when I teach kids and when I have kids in children's programs, if they can leave here quoting scripture, that's great. If they can leave here and know all the books of the Bible, that is fantastic. But if they leave here and know that they are loved and accepted, no matter what, by Jesus and by us here, then that's a win um, in my book. So. so fast forward, in a couple weeks, it's the third week of July, we got Vacation Bible School coming up. We'll bring some of those ladies and a bunch of guys and so I'm going to ask you of the details of how that's panning out but I got to tell you it's a very short story a lot of you know my four-year-old Jackson last year was his first vacation Bible school ever anywhere the church that I had come from had folded vacation Bible school for a weekend family camp and that's what that church started doing so we hadn't really seen a we saw a dying model of vacation Bible school. Then we get here and we see what looked like 120 kids and all kinds of volunteers. It just vacation Bible school done really well. And J Jackson, we still from last year, all he wants to listen to when I drive him around is the soundtrack. So I know it. I know last year's and this year's coming up by heart already, but I had to break Jack Jackson's heart the other day and told him, he asked, when's vacation Bible school? And I told him and then I said, you won't be here because we will be on vacation. And he, he threw a temper tantrum. I, don't know, I, I had to tell him the truth, but forget about Jackson. This is the, it's a, it's a testament to what Beth and all of the volunteers here do for the BBS. That, that my son, he loved it last year and he hates that he has to miss this year. So I use that as, as a dovetail to say, how is the planning coming? And then what do you still need to make BBS just as successful this year? Thank you for that. Um, the Lord has done wonderful things at this church through 
many ministries, but, but in, in my area, I can speak to the BBS ministry. Um, we have grown. We are at 123 kids registered this year with 13 on a waiting list. Um, we hate to have to say that we have a waiting list, but we, I mean, for space and safety reasons, we just, we have to. Um, we have 33 preschoolers registered. Whoa. <laughs> we are one of the few churches in the area that offer VBS for three and four year olds. I don't know what that says about our sanity. <laughs> but we have a wonderful, um, Kaylee Steigner, who's our nursery manager, runs the preschool program for VBS. And if you've had a child or a grandchild in there, you know that she does a fantastic job. And uh, I'm not quite sure how we would do it. We would still do it, but I'm not sure how well we would do it without her here. Um, <clears throat> so we have grown. I think this is the, the largest year. I know it's the, lar the most kids we've had since I've been in this role. Um, we use a formula that works. Um, every year I think, oh, let's do something different. <laughs> and usually when you start thinking about thinking that, then it's, then it's not good. So, so we have a formula that works. We have um, right now a team of about almost 50 um, that will be helping during the week. Um, many youth help, and that's, a, that's an amazing thing and a wonderful thing because the little kids look up to the high schoolers and the middle schoolers and think that they are just the best. And it's great leadership training for those um, middle and high school students as well. Um, VBS is very much an outreach ministry. Um, I think probably 65% to 70% of our kids are not from this parish. Um, but I will also say that most of them are involved in their own parishes, in their own churches. Um, I consider it a great honor and blessing that they come here to VBS. And I, and I attribute that to, um, to the Lord first and to our team that makes those kids feel so welcome and so at home. And um, that make it easy for them to have access to Jesus. That's something that's, that's been on my heart lately is sometimes I think we make it too hard to, to know Jesus and to know his word. And I think we need to make it easier. And I won't get on my soapbox about that. <laughs> but as far as needs, um, we, we can always use more team members. Um, we can, I think we've got enough water bottles now. <laughs> I had asked for empty water bottles. Our, our science, we have a science rotation in VBS, which we added, um, it's probably a couple years before I came on. It's great because the kids, the kids love it. They get to do things like make slime, which to us sounds gross, but to a third grader, it's oh, the coolest thing ever to make slime. Sorry, parents. <laughs> we'll be sending a baggie of slime home with your child. <laughs> Um, but our um, Kirsten Gilmore has led our science group for several years and this year she has designed all of her own experiments which I'm thrilled about but she's doing two things with empty plastic water bottles and I have promised that we will have a recycling station set up here at BBS because I know I've asked for a lot of plastic items but we will have a, a recycling Stations, and we make sure that we are environmentally responsible. So needs, um, there's a donation list that's updated 
um, very regularly on Realm. And um, if you're not on Realm, I recommend that you are on Realm. <laughs> but if you're not on Realm, um, I'll also be posting it on Facebook, and you can always call me or email me, and I can get you that information. I've got two final questions. And one is, and I ended up doing what I do now because someone in my life did it before me and meant a whole lot to me. So if there is someone here or someone that may listen to this recording on the website or wherever we put it, um, if someone came to you and said, A, I want to volunteer with some of this great stuff that I hear going on, or even I want to do what Miss Beth does. What would you tell them? How do you, how do you get started? So there are <coughs> a few big misconceptions about working in children's ministry. The first one is, is that you have to have all the answers. And no way, no way. Um, nobody has all the answers. Um, I think Jesus was probably the only one who did. Um, the second thing is that you have to, you have to know, know the Bible cover to cover. Um, that's also not true. Helpful, but not true. I certainly don't. And I, I said this a couple times um, to the kids at Camp Weed this summer. I went and worked for a few days with them. I said that the best thing about the Bible is that the, it's the true Word of God. And the second best thing is the table of contents, <laughs> which I use regularly. Um, so... What you, the, your qualifications for working in children's ministry are a love of Jesus, a love of children, and patience. Um, I don't recommend praying for patience, ever. <laughs> um, but a love of Jesus, a love of children, patience, and time to serve. Um, it, it is, it's as simple as that. And like I said, if, if, if the children can leave here knowing they're loved, and then that's a win. A little transition in our conclusion. Uh, in those 26 hours she's supposed to work, she has been asked to be a member of the design team. And if you know what, we've been, we brought these consultants, Melissa and Kirsten, in from the ministry architects when we began looking for a new youth ministry person. And so we had a search team, a design team, and a prayer team as part of that effort and if you haven't heard yet our new youth pastor bethany starts next week wow. her first sunday with us will be july 15th and part of what beth has been working on in the design team a number of different things but it was given to her as kind of her and some other volunteers um, the next three weeks are going to be the beginning of a new chapter in our youth ministry and, and it's kind of funny if you haven't heard this this joke across the street are our youth facilities as well as Beth's office and our new youth director Bethany's office. So across the street we got Beth and Bethany right next to each other. We've already started calling it B and B uh, across the street. So that's a little staff kind of humor right now, but it's very true. But Bethany will be here, and we've got, over the next three to four weeks, a roll-it-out plan. This is fading out on me. There we go. Uh, a roll-it-out new youth ministry and introduce her to the parish 
And part, we, can you give us a snapshot of what that looks like? Yeah. Can I talk a little bit about my role in the design team? Sure. So I, I hope most of you are aware that we've, con we've contracted with a company called Ministry Architects. And we originally contracted with them to um, take a look at our youth program and help us figure out how to develop a sustainable program um, unique to Church of Our Savior. And after attending some of those meetings, it occurred to me, I thought, you know, we're, so, we're excited about youth ministry at this church. That's fantastic. What if we could be just excited about children's ministry at this church? And we are. Um, so I went to Joe and asked, I, I would, what are the odds, what are the possibilities of rolling children's programs into this um, project? And he went to the vestry, and the vestry said yes. And so that's how we are including children and youth in the whole process. It's something I'm very much in support of and thrilled about because I think, you know, anytime in your job to have an opportunity to, to still be in your job and being and have evaluation and new systems brought in um, is, is fantastic. So I'm thrilled about that. And it's a two-year process, and we're about, we're almost a year in. Almost a year in. So um, I'm excited to what the next year is going to bring and what we'll be able to roll out to the congregation, hopefully, in a year. Um, so to welcome Bethany, and I have to say that I had the opportunity to spend some time with Bethany when she was here. Um, and I think that that she is, she is um, the right person for this role. And I think that, she, that I am so excited to work with her and to um, help integrate and introduce her into our community. And so on Jan, uh, July 22nd, she'll be here with Father Joe in the Rector's Forum being interviewed. And then we're going to do um, kind of a blessing and welcoming of her at the 1030 service that day where um, I hope that the youth will come and be able to come up and lay hands on her and pray and welcome her into um, officially into our community. Her first Sunday will be next Sunday, but then we'll do the welcoming on the 22nd. We'll be having, um, I think, a reception that day after church. This, with Joe being out of town, I think we're kind of up in the air on some of it. But, and then we'll have a, a parent meeting with her um, at some point, and then a big youth event with her. Just. Um, just to most of I think the parents and youth have already met Bethany but just in case nobody was here and, and just to get her get to know her a little better now that she's officially on staff um, be a great thing it's an exciting time it's a really exciting time um, to be on staff and to be attending Church of Our Savior well, that's our all the questions we have do you all have any questions to ask to Beth. <laughs> you did such a good job of explaining what's going on. <laughs> going once, going twice, sold. All right, well, we are going to send her out by praying for her, and then if you've been to church, have a, rest, or have a great rest of the day, and if you're going to church, we'll see you at church at 1030. Let us pray. 
Lord, we thank you for Beth and her ministry that is so important for our children and families. We thank you for that you love her and that she shares that love as a testimony in her ministry. We ask that you continue to grow her in her role and continue as we start pretty much a new chapter in children's and youth ministry this summer and into the years to come. We thank you for Bethany joining us next week. We ask that her moving here uh, goes without a hitch, grant her traveling mercies, and then that we never look back. Send Beth out, continue to raise her up, but we thank you that her ministry is so important to this place, that she is gifted for it and the work that she does. We say thank you to you and well done, good and faithful servant. Keep it up, and we ask that all of this glorify your name. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.